Now, though, let's talk about the Little Optimistic Trust. I love it. They have uh, such a clever name. Annual sailing events uh, to help raise funds for charities in need. It's by invitation only. Things have changed now. We're joined by the founder of the Little Optimist Trust adventurer, Greg Bertish. Greg, thanks very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Tell us, uh, tell us first of all, about the sailing event that normally happens. Uh, yeah, well, we'd run a, 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 an event in, in Cape Town at the Cape Town International Boat Show for the last two years. Mm-hmm. And it is a sailing event where we actually get celebrities and we get captains of industry and we get medical survivors to climb into tiny little children's boats, which are called <laughs> optimists, yeah. and the little optimist dinghies. They're designed for children under, under 50 kilograms and under the age of 15 to learn to sail. And we get these celebrities and these captains of industry and um, these medical survivors, and we get them to race against each other in the Cape Town um, waterfront at the VNA. Mm. And each boat races for a charity, um, and they race, race to, to raise funds and, and awareness for their charity and, and their cause. And each of the boats are sponsored by, by a corporate. Obviously, it's been successful so far, right? It's been yeah, it's been absolutely amazing, I and mean, we've had some amazing people like Honor Carstens and some of TV, TV personalities and and radio personalities and, and uh, supermodels and sports stars, all <laughs> all, all people sailing. Um, Josie the singer, mm. um, who else? Um, Josie Borain, the ex supermodel. We've had Tino uh, Cummings from Cape Talk, Pippa Hudson from Cape Talk, um, some big wave surfers, some athletes, and then we have like amputees. We have hot. Um, Heart surgery survivors, we have cancer survivors, we have stroke survivors, all sailing these little boats and just proving and showing kids and, and adults mm. as well that you can still go on and do amazing things even if you've, if you've gone through a tough time and you've chosen that you can overcome these, these setbacks in your life and, and like a tiny little optimist dinghy, which is very small and very short and very fat and very slow, um, <laughs> it, can, it can do amazing things, you know, and we try and show children who are maybe put in a box or in, in tough situations, okay. whether they're in hospital um, or whether they come from a very poor backgrounds or whether they're battling in whatever situation they are, that they can still go on and, and do amazing things no matter you know, what they're going through. Uh, I just, I'm just throwing this out there. That, uh, just describe those dinghies again. They're fat, short, and? <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> fat, short, and slow. Fat, short, and slow. And you haven't invited me yet. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> asked, throwing well, it out there. Well, you're inviting yourself. Today, <laughs> so you expect an invite. So the other amazing thing is, so what we've done, you know, it, 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 it all stems from, from, you know, I spent 200 days in hospital um, fighting a, a tropical bacteria that attacked sure. my heart valve, and that's where this all started, mm. really. Um, and I met all these children while I spent so much time in hospital. And, um, and, and the whole thing started that, you know, I'd learned to sail as a child in this tiny little boat called an Optimus dinghy. Now, an Optimus dinghy is the most amazing little square, short boat that really shouldn't be a boat, but it's for children. Mm-hmm. And it's actually one of the biggest sailing classes in the world. There's mm-hmm. over 150,000 opti- registered Optimists in the world in 120 countries. And... It's the most amazing boat, and I was a shy, bullied, insecure little kid when I was small. But I'd climb into my little Optimus dinghy, and I'd literally sail off into onto the lagoon, and I'd feel amazing about myself, even if it was for a short while. Mm. So we wanted to take these these boats, and I've used this boat as a metaphor for children. And I actually wrote a children's book called The Little Optimist. And we sell these books, and we and for every book we sell, we donate a book to a child in need, whether they are compromised. Um, socioeconomically or, they, or, or, or medically, we deliver thousands of these books in Corsa, in English, in Afrikaans to kids all around the country. Hmm. And it basically teaches kids 
that a little person, you've got a big heart and you've got a lot of, you know, if you, if you believe in yourself, you can overcome anything and go on to do amazing things. And that's where this whole trust that we've got now stems from. And, and that's where this race, you know, materialized from. And now we use celebrities and, 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 and industry to, to help us promote this and, and, and raise funds, not only for our charity and mm-hmm. our trust, but for many, many other charities that come on board and sail with us and for us, like Reach for a Dream Foundation, Nine Miles Project, Sunflower Fund, Shark Spotters, Life Saving Clubs, Save Our Seas, Greenpeace, they all sell, sure. they all have these little branded optimists. Uh, okay, so now the COVID's happened, so what, what are you guys going to do this year? Yeah, it's a tough one for us because it's our biggest fundraising event for the year. Mm. And obviously the, the, what happened was the Cape Town International Boat Show was cancelled and therefore our race was cancelled. So we thought, why not? You know, we can't sit around. We're a little optimists, and we have to find a way. <laughs> and uh, so we, we decided to launch this as a global, in inverted commas, virtual race. Mm-hmm. But um, we're actually going to challenge anyone anywhere in the world to get into an optimist dinghy on any body of water and sail for charity. And we are, we are creating a platform on our website. We've created a platform where you, where you register. If you're South African, you register it's 150 rand. Mm-hmm. You enter the race. And we've got a list of where all the optimists are across this country and all and, and other countries around the world, sailing clubs all around the world, mm. that you can go and literally beg, borrow, or rent an optimist and go and sail for charity. Um, and you you go and you, you pay your 150 rand, you go you, you grab an optimist you, wherever you are. If you're in Cape Town, we've got a sailing school here with optimists. You can you can one of our optimists come and sail one of our optimists, mm. hour or more. And your friendly and your network to then sponsor you for selling that optimist. And you can choose a cause. You can choose one of our our charities. You could choose just our our charity, the Little Optimist Trust, or you can choose a, another charity that you like. Maybe it's uh, SPCA or Sunflower Fund, and you can sell for that charity as well. And whatever you raise and whatever your friends put towards you, we have a platform on our website that you can raise money through a backup party site, and you raise, let's say, a thousand rand. Okay. Yeah. And that money between the Little Optimist Trust and your racing form. And I'm just having a look at your website now, the the Global Race website, and you, like you say, you've listed where where the boats are, and like you said, they're everywhere. <laughs> it's they're, from, they're everywhere. It's it's the most amazing thing. I thought, well, okay, there's going to be like ten or something, but no, there's no. there's probably two hundred here. Yes, so there's like literally in every country in the world, there's a there's a there's a, an Optimist Sailing Association. Well, not every country, but. I think about a hundred, uh, like a hundred countries. There's wow. an Optimist Sailing Association, and even if you're in Antigua, or you're <laughs> in Brazil, or you're in Majorca, yeah. or you, or you, or you, are in in Africa. I mean, in Kenya, they're optimists. Mm. You can go to a club and you can sell. I mean, even Joe Johannesburg, Emirati Dam, you can go and sell an optimist literally anywhere in the country. Um, and that's the beautiful thing about them. I just thought they're sitting there. Yeah. And they're available, and it's just such a cool thing. And it's you know it's a fun day out. We're trying to create some positivity, some optimism. And for 150 rand, you can actually do some some real good, and you mm. can go and have absolute fun, and and take the family and, and go and you know and let them watch you and sponsor you, and you know you want to be able to obviously sail. But all these sailing clubs offer sailing lessons. And so maybe we'll get a whole lot of people into into sailing at the same time. It, when, and when you're at Emirates Dam, you can't like get swept to the other side of Robben Island. It's it's only this big. <laughs> no, you, you can't. You can't. Uh, yeah, so we so like I said, you know, we we actually do this to fund our little sailing academy, which is in Cape Town at Sikuflay Yacht Club in mm-hmm. Cape Town. 
We have a sailing academy. We have 35 little optimists there. Oh. Oh. And what we offer is sailing therapy. And we work with lots of um, different foundations and organizations like the Reach for a Dream Foundation, like St. Joseph's Home for Kids. And we bring these kids out of these places of hardship and despair. Mm-hmm. And we give them the opportunity to sail for the first time in their life. And, and it's, again, sailing in inverted commas. They go out and they get into a boat and they, they get blown out with the wind and they have the most amazing, unique experience mm. for the first time in their life, you know, being surrounded by water. And it takes them out of that place of, of darkness, literally. And it just introduces them to this amazing world of natural beauty and sailing for the first time ever in their lives. And we teach them a little bit about water safety and about conservation mm. and about the animals around them and the environment. And it really, really changes a child's life and gives them some hope and some belief to go on and you know, get through whatever they're going through. Uh, just before we started our chat, I was telling a story about when, when you know, I was I was old already and I was a privileged white guy. And I, it was the first time I ever had been on a yacht. And when that wind takes you, it's the first time you switch off the engines and the wind powers you. That changed my life because suddenly I realized, you know, that first of all, the earth is very powerful, but also there's more to life than a diesel engine or a, or a petrol engine going fast over the waves. It's It does change your life when you go out there and you realize that, it's just nature in making you live your life. No, you're 100% right. And I think, you know, the way you've said that is, you know, you, I can feel that you've experienced that, but mm. many people haven't. And yes. you, can't, you can't understand it until, like you say, I mean, a lot of these children that we, we take out, as soon as they get out and they start sailing on this boat, and we take them out in a bigger boat for the first time with a bunch of them, like 10 of them instructors, and they literally say to us, like, but, but where's the motor? Yeah. How, how are we going? They don't understand because the only boats they've ever heard of or seen on motorboats, they don't understand about sails and they don't know how it works. So this serenity and quiet and to see the little water hens swimming by and the reeds and, you know, cruising along the flay, it's just, for them, it's absolutely, I mean, you, you cannot fathom it because we see it in books and we, we watch it on movies mm, and videos yeah. and even if you haven't sailed, but these kids have never experienced that before and it is phenomenal to see how that changes a child's outlook. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about this book as well that you, you've written, The Little Optimist. Um, uh, it's, it shows, as you said, the little people can do amazing things. Where did, is, is that all part of it? Was that a separate plan? How, does, how, does, how did that book come about? Uh, look, it was always, you know, it goes back, like I said, I was a, I was a shy, you know, bullied child that didn't fit in at school. Um, so I battled through my schooling. And then... Uh, a curveball was thrown at me later on in life when while I was studying the tropics and uh, I picked up this tropical bacteria and I spent so much time in hospital. I had two open heart surgeries where they actually had to try and cut out the, the bacteria out of my heart valves and replace them. And during this time, in and out of hospital for six years, I met all these children and I met all the parents of the children. And I suddenly realized how lucky I actually was. Even though I was half dying and almost died many times, you know, I was at private hospitals a lot of the time uh, I had a loving family, mm. and I had the ocean. I'd grown up sailing and surfing, and I loved the ocean, and that got me out. Every time I was really sick and depressed and, 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 and almost died, I would just dream of getting back in the ocean. And I had this thing to live for. And then I realized when I saw these kids in hospital that I, I spent so much time with at, at the different hospitals that I had to visit for all sorts of tests and things, that these kids had nothing to live for. And they had absolutely nothing that could that would get them through that they could have a purpose to live. Mm. And that's when I thought, how can I, how can I deliver something to them 
And that's when I thought, you know what, I remembered my little optimist and what it's done for me, my little boat. And I thought, how can I get this through to the children? And I thought, well, let's, I'm going to write a children's book and I'm going to tell a story about a little boat that doesn't fit in, that's too slow and too square and too, too short. And literally all the other boats laugh at it. And he, he goes on with his big heart and he goes on and he, he saves the day in the end. It's an age-old story, but I put it into this <laughs> very easy cartoon-style illustration book that's done very, very well. And it's, you know, it's gone all around the country. In fact, it's gone around the world. Mm. And the fact that we, we, we give thousands of these books away to children that would never have the opportunity to read a book like this, especially in a, in a language like Isikosa or in Afrikaans, in their native language, and we hand them out. And these kids and these moms and these dads, they really appreciate it. And they and they actually get it, you know. And sometimes it's just they just come from a very very poor background, and it's, it's, the the children and the parents they think you know we could never amount to much. Mm, mm. And this book really does deliver it. And then I, because I'd been through it myself, it's not just a story, it's not just a a fairy tale. I I went through it myself. I then took a I actually to launch my whole book. I actually took a little optimist, a real little optimist sailing dinghy, which is built for for children yeah. and I took it in the real ocean which is not meant to go in and I and I, I look I practiced and I'd sailed all my life but I, <laughs> right. and I and I sailed this little optimist from Cape Hunclip in, in Cape Town around across False Bay around the Cape of Storms Cape Point and up sure. the west coast to Longabar and Lagoon and I sailed this tiny little boat that shouldn't go in the ocean it shouldn't be sailed by an adult <laughs> and I sailed all the way up to Longabar and Lagoon 200 kilometers which I was doing to raise 200,000 for the Two hundred thousand rand for the ICU at the, at the mm. Red Cross Hospital, mm. and I wanted to, and, and it was for the two hundred days that I'd spent in hospital, sure. and I wanted to show kids that you know it doesn't matter how, how you know how, I was a, I'm a middle aged man really, and I, I and I got in this tiny little optimist, and I wanted to show kids that you know you could do it in your own way, whether you've had an, ampute, an amputated limb, mm. whether you've had two heart surgeries like I had had, whether you've you've had cancer um, or, 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 or or any medical issues. You could still go on and follow your dreams in your own way. You might not be able to come become the captain of Bafana Bafana because you've had an amputation, but you can still go on and play soccer and kick a soccer ball with one leg. It is possible, and you've got to have a big heart. And you've got to do it in your own way. And that was the whole sort of catalyst to this thing. And then it's gone on and just sort of grown organically, and we've created a you – know, people came and sponsors came on board – and, and, and got behind us and we created this public benefit organization. And now we go out and we actually paint hospitals. Wow. We upgrade and beautify hospitals and creches around South Africa. Um, and we go into hospitals and we try and brighten the lives of kids who are fighting dread diseases or for survival. Um, or who are just battling in, 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 in poor, poor areas where they've got to go. You know, last year we did a, a, a creche um, that... that you know, that that uh, that was flooded and 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 literally closed down because they couldn't run it through the winter, and all the kids in the in the crash were sent home and they didn't have money. So we went in there, we we renovated a whole crash, and we got that crash up and running. And and we've done Maitland Children's Hospital in in, in Cape Town. We've done the Red Cross uh, Children's Hospital. We've done uh, a hospital up in in KZN, um, and and then we do beautiful murals on hospital walls as well. We go in and we just brighten up mm-hmm. hospitals and places of education, um, so that kids just have a better space to recover or be educated or something, something to put a big smile on their face. Okay, let's wrap it up. If I want to enter, well, I'm going to enter. I'm going to see for if this boat will take my weight, first of all. The Little Optimist sure. Global Race, how do I enter? How do I go about getting it? Yeah, involved? so you go to the website. It's the little, littleoptimistglobalrace.org. 
And all you do is you enter there very easily. You pay your 150 rand. You will get sent a race number and all the details on how to enter, where the optimists are. Mm. In Cape Town, it's very easy because we have our own optimists here, which we offer free of charge. Mm. You'll book a time over 10 days. So the dates are between the 9th and the 18th of October. You've got full 10 days. All you have to do is go and find an optimist, get an optimist, and sail it for an hour. And we've got a, 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 an app called Safe Tracks. We work very closely with NSRI. It's an app that you download for free, and all you do is you plug it into your phone, and when you leave, it tracks your whole trip, and it's, and it's also got an emergency button on it as well, which is amazing, so that if you get into a situation, you can push that button, and NSRI reacts and calls you and finds out, find, can, they can see exactly where you are, but it records your trip, and then all you do is you, you upload that onto our website, and that proves that you've done your hour, and you've sailed your little optimist. And, you know, as I said, whether you raise 100 rand or 100,000 rand for mm. your trip, then that doesn't matter. And that money gets split with a little optimist trust in whatever other charity you personally choose. It could be the local dog shelter down the road from you, or it could be one of our partner yeah. charities like NSRI or, or Sunflower Fund. And, and then you sail and you have fun. And you, once, you've logged your, once you've logged your and you send in your, your trip, and you, you'll, you'll get a congratulations and you'll get, a, you'll get a medal at the end. We send out certificates to everyone who's, com- who's completed the race. You either get a bronze, a silver, or a gold certificate, depending on how much you raised or how, and, and, uh, how far you travel. Um, and it's about fun and, and, and just, you know, positivity and, and optimism uh, after this, this whole mm. corona pandemic and, you know, coming out of it on the other side and, and, and helping charities at the same time. All sounds like a great idea. Greg Bertish, thank you very much. Founder of the Little Optimist Trust. If you want to find out more about how to enter the race, which sounds like a lot of fun. Benzito, you up to it? Have you ever sailed a boat before in your life? Benzito's never sailed. I've I've had a I've yeah, I've sailed once, like I said, on somebody else did it. I sat and drank wine, just so you know. So I've never actually sailed a boat in real life. LittleOptimistGlobalRace.org is where you should go. I think this is a great idea. The LittleOptimistGlobalRace.org. I love the fact that the boats are called Little Optimists. You are SAFM. We've got some tracks to get us to the news at 9 o'clock.